<laughs> Man, I need coffee right now. Okay. Again, don't worry about this one. So this one's gonna be a little more close up on your face. Okay. It's just so. like different angles, right? Uh, views. Sure. Yeah. So okay. if you say something deep and stuff, it's like, oh wow, they had to close. Oh, so <laughs> it's the dramatics. <laughs> the dramatics. <laughs> okay. All right, but man, you think I know how to do this by now, but I don't. Perfect. We're live. All right. <laughs> All right. Let's get some coffee in us. I don't drink coffee. Mm. Wow, you're one of those mature people, huh? Not a hipster, huh? No. No hipster. I'll say mid hipster. Mid hipster. Almost, but not all the way. Okay. <laughs> that sounds good. So we're gonna go with the name. Kayla Chanel. Why? Um, well my real name is Jaquela, so Kayla's always been my nickname and then my middle name is Chanel, so it's just, you know, went together. Kayla Chanel. Keep it authentic, huh? Mm -hmm. you didn't Something go, you didn't simple. You wanna go with shorty. Nah, I don't want to go shorty. I don't want to go with little, none of that. Nah, mm. you know, everybody's a little, everybody's a shorty, everybody's a whatever they want to be. I'm Kayla right. Chanel. So you don't seem like you like trends too much. You like to set them. I like to set trends, yes. I'm the type of person when everybody's going right, I'm going left. I will go that way and find something interesting. And yeah. Why is that the thing to do? Um, I, it's just a natural thing with me. It's just I try not to get lost in the sauce, I guess. Lost That's, in the sauce. I try not to get lost and just create my own sauce. So, if, you know, if I feel like I get lost, I can find my way back on my own path, you know. Right. So, so if somebody steals your sauce, what are we doing? I mean, imitation is flattering. So <laughs> I take it as a compliment. Like, you know, clearly it was dope. You know, you liked it. I thought it was dope and you took it. But what I go, how I go about that, I just do something different. That's pretty much, I don't really entertain it. I just laugh at it and just do something different, move in silence, try to keep my stuff to myself so no one can, you know, copy me. You sound very mature. How old are you? I'm 22. 22? Yes, I'm wow. 22. I'm an April baby, though. I'll be 23 this year. This year? A couple year. days, couple actually. Days. A couple When's days. Birthday? April 28th, so that's around the corner. That's a, okay. Yeah. I'm actually, birthday's coming up in two days. Oh, okay. The April thing is in, I guess. Yeah. This year, last year. You know, year, we dope. <laughs> we dope. We diamonds out here. Right, right. So, so you believe in horoscopes? Yeah, yeah, I look into that deep. Um, the only reason why I really feel like I believe in horoscopes is because one time I had got, like, this reading, and it happened. So I'm like, okay, okay. I kind of, you know, got entwined with the horoscope thing. So what, what was it, though? Um, you it told me, you're going to have a good day. You're not going to step in the puddle. It told me that I was actually going to have a bad day and to not let that bad day uh, basically destroy me because it's going to happen in order for something good to come through. And I had a bad day, a real bad day. And, I mean, I just ate it. I guess didn't let it get I didn't let it get to me I was just like that's crazy though because I just read it and then I had a bad day <laughs> so yeah it could get deep with the horoscopes for sure yeah I'm actually afraid of those uh they actually do come true sometimes yeah that's the freaky part about it <laughs> so are you one of those like okay the horoscope is like to the T to where I have to match up with my sign in the uh, relationship? No, no, because you know, my boyfriend's a Libra, so. Libra? They, yeah, they say I'm compatible with the. Just in the... case y'all don't think he was in here. <laughs> yeah, he's, he is. He's got some lemonade. Libra gang on Libra gang. It's Taurus gang. What you mean? Okay. We the bulls, I but yeah. Got the Aries was in the building. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, y'all y'all close. Y'all, okay, cool. But yeah, they say my compatibility is a Scorpio and a Cancer, and I mean, we've been sticking it out for almost five years, so. Wow. I mean, yeah. Look at I just, that. 
Five years, so 22, you were 17? Uh, yeah, actually, he, the first day we talked, like, well, we talked before, you know, it started getting serious, but the time it started getting more serious, he, he hit me on my 18th birthday. So I was wow. 17 and I turned 18. Nice. And then, yeah. So like a five-year anniversary from, like, today. Look at, okay. And Pretty much. Stop by here. I take that. You know, yeah. congratulations. <laughs> Looks like you guys are going to be all the way down the road. So you've been there from the beginning. What was the beginning? Like, having him. Come on. You're, you're in it now. I mean, come on, come on, real quick. Make a cameo. Yeah, I don't want to take it. Right, yeah, he don't, yeah, he don't right, like the cameras. Yeah, we're putting you on the spot next time. I'm telling <laughs> you that. <laughs> he don't like the cameras. He don't like the cameras. We're getting you on next time. <laughs> so cool. So... 18. Man, that's amazing. That's so, amazing. So I hear you do music. Yes. With music, was he there from the beginning? Um. Okay, so he was there before I decided I wanted to take it serious. He was actually somebody that I spent one of my first uh, freestyles to. Mm. Uh, I did a freestyle to Tiger's song, uh, Bitch Better Have My Money. Oh, so, Yeah, okay. yeah. So <laughs> okay. I don't know. I just, with me, it's just like, you know, I always used to play with poetry. I always used to write, you know, stories and stuff. So I used to just play with it. Like, let me see if I can actually turn my writing into music, put a beat behind it and put a flow with it. And yeah, like I, I wrote about two freestyles. The only one I remember though is the Tiger one, and I rapped it to him. But you know, just on some playful stuff, like, look, I know how to rap, and he like, let me hear some, and I'm like, all right, spit it to him. He like, oh, that wasn't that bad, right. you know. So then it's just, you know, one day I was just like, you know, maybe I should just actually really record a song and just put it out there and see what people, you know, think. And the first song I ever recorded was a song called Where's My Dough and mm. put it on SoundCloud. First time ever making a SoundCloud. I had zero followers. Right. Posted a link on my Instagram page, posted a link on my Facebook page, and I got like 200 views within one day. And I was shocked, because I wow. thought, I've seen people who, you know, who had stuff there for weeks and months, and they only got 42 plays. Right. For, so, you know, I have no followers, so I'm like, okay, you know, 100, 200, one day, <laughs> like, okay. And then the you know, response was positive, but the funny thing is, I don't like that song no more. Really? I do not like that song. Like, when I hear it, I just, I don't want to hear it no more. Um, I feel like I evolved, you know. I got a little more mature with it. I got a little more educated behind, you know, the whole music thing. Um, my delivery is way better. Um, you know, I have an ear for it. My engineer always tells me I have an engineer ear. So, you know, I hear certain things. So when I hear that song, it's just like, I could have said it so much better. Or I probably would have never wrote the song. Right. So, yeah, that's so pretty you, much. Do you have things that you were talking about when you were younger that you don't talk about now? Um, or do you still consider yourself young enough to talk about anything you want? Yeah, I think I consider myself young enough to talk about anything. Um, I pretty much try to, you know, give everybody what they like and then make music for myself at the same time. So, you know, I go, I could give you a turn up track. I could give you a love song. I could give you a bashing the men song for, you know, for all the women that need that song. You know, I can give you the the real side, you know, say some real shit, some real, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Conscious type stuff, yeah, you know? Right. Um, so I don't know. I just consider myself as a versatile person. I adapt to anything given to me. If I like it, I'm going to make it work. Right. So. Sounds like you're pretty, um, what's the word? Loyal. Yes. Loyalty is everything to me. So yeah, I just pretty much give out what I expect to receive, you know? So if I'm going to be loyal, I expect that in return. There should be no reason why you're crossing me if I'm not crossing you. So, right. yeah, loyalty is everything. Wow. So, so if you had three words to add with loyalty, since you believe in loyalty, uh -huh. just to describe yourself, Descri what three words do you hold? 
I hold. These are the questions, right? <laughs> okay. Uh, loyalty, um, strength, and compassion. You need another one? Let's get one more. Just have four. Uh, okay. So communication. Communication. Yeah. Right. Obviously, you, uh, you rap mm-hmm. poetry, so communication. Is that right. Right. So do you do you put your feelings in your music? Yes. Um, I'm passionate about anything that I am interested in. So I, when I I take it seriously, you know, uh, it took me a year to work on my mixtape because I, you know, it wasn't right to me. Like all the songs were recorded, but I would record the song over and over and over and over again because I hear it in my head and I need that sound that I hear in my head to portray on the, you know, the actual hard copy. So, yeah, like I'm passionate about anything I believe in. So I take it really serious and I put my all into it. Wow. Well, I definitely heard the mixtape. Yes. Um, You like it? I I do. Okay. I'll be honest with you. Okay. Be honest with me. Give it to me. Give it to me. I really don't listen to female rap at all. And that's crazy you said that because I get that a lot. Um, Why do you think that is? I think it's because, you know, what they talk about. I feel like any female who gets into the game because it's a male-dominant, you know, industry, I feel like they have to just naturally use their sex in order to get attention. Um, And then it's just all about the flow, too. You know, you can't... You know, we got high-pitched voices, you know, the dudes got the deeper voices, so it come off a little hard, it come off a little bit more, you know, grimy and, you know, raw and gritty type. With the female, right. you get more high-pitched, so it kind of sound like Disney Channel and, you know, like lullabies and type stuff. So if your flow don't sound, people are not really going to hear it because they're not going to like how it's sounding. And, you know, they're not even really going to listen to your lyrics in I feel like they get bypassed a lot just because, like I said, sex sells first, right. and that's the first thing they do. And then it's just the the choice of flowing, like how they sound, is all that means a lot. And I mean the image too. Whatever you portray yourself as, that's how people gonna treat you. So, I mean. Well, it's funny because you're saying all of this, and you didn't even know that I even heard it. So looking at some of the notes that I had written. Uh-huh. A lot of these songs, you don't talk about sex at all. No, no, I don't. That's crazy, right? <laughs> um, nine times out of ten, if you ever hear me on a sex track, it's because somebody else came up with that concept, and I'm just doing it just to give it to the, you know, the listeners, because they want to hear that, you know? So, I mean, I feel like I want to cross every obstacle I can possibly. So if they say I never made a sex track, yes, I have. Yeah. I have. I made two of them. That's just not my thing, though. Like I said, I make music for myself personally. Me personally, as an individual, I wouldn't make a sex song first. And if I do make a sex song, it's just more about, like, on some love type shit. So. I noticed that uh, on a couple of songs, it actually wasn't bad. I'm telling you this. I'm completely honest yeah. with you. I don't listen to it at all. Yeah. Like, I just don't for whatever reason. But, uh. That's crazy that you said that, though, because Neff said the same thing when I first started. Um, I did a song called Keep It Cloudy with uh, Tata Kid and Meezy, and he reached out to me on Twitter and was like, you know, they kept telling me to listen to it, listen to it, and I'm like, ah, I don't really like girl music right. like that. Like, he was like, but he reached out like, you dope, keep pushing, gave me a little advice and said, you know, whatever you doing, just keep doing it, keep doing it. And I was like, dang, that's big. But I get that from a lot of people that they don't listen to female rappers. They don't listen to female do, so who, not, not, to, not to name names, but okay. to name genres of music. Yes. Do you think female sex rap just kind of diluted with a real MC or female Definitely. MC Absolutely. Absolutely. And it sucks because, you know, I have to deal with that, but I can't, I have to remind myself not to take that personal. Right. You can't really get offended by it because 
they can't help that they're coming at you like this because they're so used to, right. you know, women throwing themselves at them in a sexual way. But I'm the type of person, I'm very independent. So, I mean, I don't really reach out to nobody. They reach out to me and the people that I work with don't really come at me in that demeanor. They actually respect my music, respect my craft. They see that I'm not that type of person. I don't really come off as that type of person, so they don't even go there with me. So, I mean, that's just how I go about it, you know? Yeah, so let, let's say we have a, uh, this is the part where we have questions. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we have a 14-year-old girl. Mm -hmm. She's been listening to Trina and Nicki Minaj okay. for the last two years. Okay. She wants to be a rapper. Okay. She listens to you. She says, wow, you know what? I don't have to talk about these things. Mm -hmm. But my image mm -hmm. only should allow me to talk about these things. Mm -hmm. What do I do? And she's asking you this. She's asking what me this? Um, I mean, sometimes you can't help your help that you bless, you know, with a certain voluptuous, you know, <laughs> form. So right. at the end of the day, it's just it's all about how you carry yourself. Right. It's all about how you carry yourself as a person. So, yes, you got the big butt. Yes, you got the big breast. That's not naturally going to attract a man. But once you open your mouth, can you take that? attraction away from your breast and your butt it's right. all about what you say if you can get in their head then i mean you can actually make that a little bit minimum than what it really is so right. listening listening to the mixtape you you make sure when you talk about a dude mm -hmm. it's about money <laughs> yeah okay it's not, right right not, right again no sex bands it's not happening it's not and happening i noticed it's not happening yes yes i'm the type of person i feel like okay <clears throat> you know they've they in this world people naturally think that the man, the man rapper has to be the one that's pimping out here. The man right. rapper has to be the one getting the money out of the female. But, I mean, to me, I'm all about vice versa. So, I mean, I'm going to say it from a female's perspective. I'm going to give something, you know, to motivate the women. You know, because we got a lot of naive women out here. You know, a lot of gullible women out here. So, if I can be the one to actually spit some game to you and tell you how to go about it, right. then maybe, you know, that would keep you from, you know, getting fucked over later on in life. So, wow. yeah. So if you have any younger siblings, you, you must be giving them all the game. Oh, yeah, for sure. I got a niece. You know, I got a nephew. So, you know, I'm always instilling in my niece head because, you know, she a little pretty little, you know, Mexican right. and black. So, you know, men love the little mixed breeds. So, you know, I make sure I instill that in my niece head by all means. And then, you know, same for my nephew, you know. But I give him, you know, more of a male's perspective as right. far as respecting the women. So, right. yeah. So how, how would you... So you have kids, don't have kids? No, I have no, no kids. Cool. Wow, okay. Even better. It makes 22 with no kids. 22 with no kids. <laughs> <laughs> that tally mark sheet is a little one-sided. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's a little right, right, right. I feel it. Wow. Hey, bro, you got one, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm a rare one. I'm very rare. I'm rare. Yeah. So, what, so being, I, it's amazing that you don't have kids. I just want yeah. to let you know right now. So, how'd you grow up? Something had to have, like, planted a seed. Like, hey, I can't be too with a kid out uh, I'm an analyzer. I think that's what it is. You know, just growing up seeing a lot of people have, you know, I have a cousin, you know, she had kids, you know, she's been having kids since been having kids. So it's just like, you know, I'm an analyzer. I look around, I see stuff. I see, you know, the pros and cons of every situation, right. you know, what predicament you're in when you have a kid at a young age and, you know, stability is everything. You have to be stable. And then, you know, just having a niece and nephew, you know, helping raise them too. that kind of, you know, just, I guess, what's the word I'm looking for, influenced me not to do that at right. a young age. So, yeah, I mean, 
I'm an analyzer. I just look and then I learn by just looking and seeing that outcome from somebody else and then just taking it into my own perspective. So do you analyze everything? Um, I wouldn't say I analyze everything. I analyze something that I'm interested in or analyze, I analyze things that I care about. Um, if it really doesn't, if it's not really that important, then I just will bypass it real quick. But if I'm really like things that I'm passionate in or, you know, just a close relative or things that are around me every day, all day, then yeah, I'm analyzing it for sure. So family is important. Family is important. Family I love important. my family to death. So okay. this is a question nobody usually asks, but okay. I'm going to ask it. Okay. Okay, you had a friend you went to elementary school with. Mm -hmm. You're 22 now, so mm -hmm. 10, 10 plus years. Yeah, okay. 10 plus years. Okay. You got to choose. Okay. Family or friend, who you going with? Uh, that's different. Shout out to the best friend from elementary. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, 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 a deep, that's a deep one because, you know, with me, my friends that are my friends are my family. So right. to me, I feel like blood doesn't make you family. So it's loyalty and the type of person you are makes you, you know, my family. So if my friend is more loyal to me versus a family member, then of course I'm going to go ahead and rock with my friend. Right. But if my family member is loyal to me, then I mean family over everything. And that's, that's, that's that. If you never cross me, then family over everything. I mean, I'll come to a way of compromising, but if you my friend, you will understand why I made that decision. You will respect that decision too. So. That's a very honest answer. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you play around with it. You went right into it. Right into that's, it. That's how you know it's real. Wow. Okay. I like that. So, I, would, I don't know. I think I would choose family every time. <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, cool. so you have a big family, small family? I have a big family. Like, I don't... Where you from, real quick? Cause you have an accent. I'm joking. Every, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, people be sounding like you country. Where you from? Down south? Like I don't know. Okay, so we gonna break this down real quick. I was born in East Oakland. I lived in Richmond for about probably maybe two, three years. I don't really remember. Um, ever since then, I've been in Sacramento, California. So my roots are from the Bay Area, but you know I'm Sacramento raised. So, I mean. And your family's here. My family's, well, not all of my family. Right. All my family is in the Bay mostly. Um, my dad's side of the family is in Stockton. I really don't know my dad's side of the family like that. I just know, like, aunties, uncles, grandparents, and stuff like that. Um, but, yeah, everybody is Bay originated, and, I mean, I'm Sac. So. Right. What do you think the biggest difference between Sacramento and the Bay Area? Because people say, you hear the, well, Sacramento is the Bay Area, and then you have some people like, nah, Sacramento Sacramento. Sacramento, so, yeah. What, what do you, how do you view it? Um, well, you, you actually make music. Right, right. And, uh, right. Well, okay, to tell the difference, I mean, Sacramento is the capital. We got the star, you know. Right. Um, so it's not the Bay. It's the capital. Um, the reason why the Bay is the Bay is because of the Bay waters over there. We're not by the Bay waters, so that just tells you what's the difference between that. Um, but as far as like, you know, the uh, humility, humility, uh, huma I'm going to say humanity. I don't know how to say the other word. No so worries. humanity. Um, but uh, yeah, to me, I feel like the Bay shows love. Right. They show love way more than Sacramento. Sacramento is a little bit stuck up. That's the word I'm used. They stuck up, um, self-centered, arrogant, cocky. You know, it's all right. about one man for himself. The Bay is we going to put everybody on. Right. Even all the way down to the weak rappers. You know what I'm saying? Right. You will see them blasted all over the Bay. Put them on the radio stations. You know what I'm saying? Sacramento, we don't do that. 
you got to have that buzz in order to get on the radio stations. You got to have that buzz to get on the big shows. You got to have that buzz to perform at the, you know, the local stage, uh, Harlow's and Ace of Spades and stuff. You got to be somebody and they got to know who you are in order to get there. The Bay, I mean, you the Bay Area, you a Bay Area artist, you know, you trying to rap, you trying to perform. Cool. We're going to put you on. We'll find a way. And that's that's the difference between Sack and the Bay. The Bay shows love for sure. They show me love and I'm not even from the Bay. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I got so much love from the Bay. I, I can't even really tell you what love I got from Sac. Right. Can't really. T besides California Steve, Sacramento versus everybody. Shout out to Mighty. Shout out to Anthony. You feel me? Baby. Shout out to them. Oh, right, right, right. Cool. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, no, definitely trying to put on. It's definitely a little more difficult in Sacramento. What do you think is something that's holding you back in Sacramento? To have that buzz because... It is a little more difficult yeah. out here. See, right now, I'm to the point where I don't even really care to have the buzz for SAC no more. Right. Um, because I'm pretty sure people are hip to me. I know people who got the buzz in SAC that are hip to me. So it's just like, I'm, I'm not really pressed to have it. I mean, at the end of the day, I'm going to always love my city. I'm going to always show love to my city, no matter how big I get. Just the city as a whole. Um, but the thing that's holding me back, I would say, is, you know, music is expensive. Yeah. It's very expensive, you know, so... I mean, right now, I'm just investing in myself. So once I get, you know, to the point where I can actually start turning that investment into a profit, right. then, yeah, I'm out of here. First flight. I hear you. I hear you. That's what's up. So we got the mixtape. We got to get the track listing going. Yes. Uh, we got the mixtape. So let's look at the fly. I mean, uh, the front page of it. Uh, okay. Front cover. Let me zoom in on that. Perfect. Just like that. So let's describe the... Uh, the cover if you could okay um i don't know the cover just came about i just one day i just wanted to just put a bunch of pictures of me in there i guess so I you did it yourself yeah well i came up with the concept um one of my homeboys his name's louis um he's from ohio he actually made the background of it um i told him basically i sent him a bunch of pictures and just said find a way to incorporate all these pictures but i just want one picture to stand out right um and then as far as that he put it together i loved it it was dope he knew i had a thing for gold i told him just make sure it has a symbolical gold in there right. um and then yeah he sent me the cover it was dope he designed the backside as well you know with the tear i told him just to make it look like the paper's a little bit ripped right. and put those images there as well um and it's i don't know it's just making a statement this is me this is who i am i'm gonna give it to you raw and uncut um and then as far as the title and the stuff, I did that myself, and it's just... So you're good on computers as well as raps. Yes. I'm, I wouldn't even consider myself a rapper. I'm an artist. artist. And when I say an artist, I'm not talking about music. I'm talking about I'm an artist. Like, literally a legit artist. I can draw. I do graphic designs. I do photography. I build websites. You know, I, list can go on and on. You I can have teach. all this on the bottom, too, just so people can t get in uh, tune with what you're doing. Okay, okay. Um, but, yeah, that's... Every, pretty much everything you see, you know, I design my own slippers, you know. Come on, man. <laughs> I design my own slippers, you know. Godera is the movement. Godera is the label, you know. So, you know, I'm just trying to turn myself into a brand and just, you know. At 22 years At 22, old. trying to build a brand. Kayla Chanel, the brand. So, you know, got stickers and everything. I made my own logo, you know, my name logo. You know, I created that. Louis was the one who inspired the original one, but I just re renovated it and made it a little bit better. Um... And yeah, that's that's how that goes. Okay, so let's get the track list, and we got some track uh, names. Yes. And if you hear the name, because I'm I'm into all that kind of stuff, so I hear names, and I have what I think 
Okay. So I write it down. Okay. And then I go what I hear. Okay. So cool. So let's go. I'm really interested to hear what you have to say. About okay. It. Let's get it then. <laughs> so we have money. I mean, mind on money. Yes. First song. Mind on money. Yes. And that's just basically self-explanatory. That's the only thing I'm thinking about right now. My mind is on my money. Money on my mind. I think about it all day, every day. Um, you know, you need money to do a lot in life. You know, you can't really survive without it. So yeah, that's the motive right there. Um, it got DMAC on there. Um, it just, yeah, the song basically explains that, um, you know, I got my nephew and my niece to take care of, even though that's my nephew and my niece, I treat them like they my kids, you know, so that's who I'm doing it for. That's who makes me keep going. That's who gave me the drive. Cause it was once in my life where I was gonna give up. Cause I just started, you know, finding out stuff in the industry. People are shady and I just really didn't want to deal with it. But my niece telling me, don't give up. I like listening to your music, you know. Your music is one of my favorite types of music to listen to. Yeah. It's just like, okay, if I give up now, I'm letting down a lot of people and she's gonna be one of the main people that I let down. So I just have to keep pushing. I freestyled most of that verse, by the way. Oh. And that was my first time even trying to freestyle. And then I just, I don't know, I just let my feelings come out and just really told how I felt at that moment. Active. Active, yes, active. So basically, I'm explaining in this song, you know, you got a lot of people out here that want to be shooters. You got a lot of people out here that want to be a gang member. You got a lot of people out here saying that they're killing people and stuff like that. And that's like the new wave. And, you know, nine times out of ten, that's what everybody want to hear these days in music is just shooting. So... This song was basically inspired by, again, I'm an analyst. I see a lot of stuff. Um, you know, I've been around people who actually say that they are about it and they really not about it. So when the phone really hits, you really gonna get active. Right. Stop flabbergasting. Quit with all that acting. Just be real. If you ain't really with it, then that's okay. People will respect you for being true to yourself. Right. So yeah, that's pretty much what that song is about. It's basically, and my verse, um, also D-Mac Main's on there. Shout out to D-Mac Main, he's from Los Angeles, California. That's one of my close bros. Um, yeah, uh, but yeah, my verse in there, you know, I just explained two scenarios that I've been in. Um, one of them is two of my bros. They locked up right now, you know, free my bros. Um, and the first one where I started talking, I actually was a part of that. When I say he hopped in and said flee, he was talking to me when he hopped in the car and said flee. I'm the one who drove you know, doing 100 in a truck, red and blue covered the streets. That was a whole thing that I was a part of, you know, right. not necessarily knowing what was going down, but you know, shit right. went down and that's how it went. Right. And then the second one is just, you know, my brother, what he down for, I just told his story as well. Like, I'm just basically giving you two people that's really with it, that's really right. active and you shouldn't be out here flabbergasting if you can't really defend yourself if, when it comes down to defending yourself. Right. So yeah, that's what active is that's about. We have the third song. Third song, Bonnie and Clyde Flow. Yes, yes. To me, I'm all about ride or die. You know, every man needs a woman that's gonna ride for him and every woman needs a man that's gonna ride for her. You know, you gotta hold each other down in order to make a relationship last. So Bonnie and Clyde Flow is basically the whole concept I came up with it about. It's basically like, you know, the dude, you know, cause a man's instinct is to naturally go get it naturally make sure his family is okay you know that's the man's instinct so mine's is like you know why are you always leaving you know you don't have to do this by yourself i will come with you you know you up late nights you ain't got to leave me here i'll stay up with you that's pretty much what bonnie and clyde flow is it features uh don mello he's from uh socal as well shout out to him 
Um, he's somebody that when I first started doing music, I wanted to work with him and then, you know, I ended up making that happen. So yeah, he helped me get that story out. Okay, man, okay, we're going through. I can't wait until you see what I wrote and I emailed it to myself. Uh -huh. So you know, <laughs> just type nothing. Because <laughs> I'm good at these type of things. Okay, okay, okay. So after Bonnie and Clyde flow, what we got? Get it. Get It, Get It is the single of the mixtape. Get It is the song that wanna showcase coast to coast. You know, I'm on my way to Miami because of this song. You know, this song did numbers on YouTube. Shout out to my boy, Chad Ross. He shot the video. He is so dope. One of the dopest people and I'm blessed to work with him. California Steve's was a part of the video as well. My bros assisted me, my cousins assisted me. You know, everybody came, showed love and we turned it up. Uh, Smoke Shack as well, Smoke Shack 916. Shout out to him. He opened those doors for me and let me shoot it in the smoke shop free of charge and he's been showing love ever since but yeah get it basically same thing mind on my money keeping the concept going but saying it in a different way um i'm just basically saying you know i want to get something and flip it and turn it into something big i say i gotta move a couple o's running out of time to get the dough i gotta stack it up flip and watch it grow you know that's basically self-explanatory you know take a little bit of something ship it on out come back with it, keep flipping it, and just watch it expand. Um, not necessarily talking about drugs, I'm not necessarily talking about guns, I'm just saying you're gonna take whatever you have as a product, I am the product, I am the artist. I'm gonna take my talents, flip and watch it grow. Okay, number five, Hold Up. Hold Up is my ratchet song gonna track. Um, Funny thing is, my engineer kept getting on me about making a ratchet song. He loves ratchet music, and he just kept saying, "You, need, I ain't hearing no ratchet song." I'm like, "I ain't really the ratchet person." You know? <laughs> so, what I did was I used one of my sister's real stories and right. used that as inspiration to turn it into a ratchet track. And basically, you know, that song explains like you know a female and her boyfriend's cheating, but the female decides to get mad at the female he's cheating with instead of getting mad at the man who's cheating on her. Mm. You know, she knows nothing about this female, but yet you want to have an enemy with her instead of make the man your enemy. Right. So yeah, it's just basically, you know, last bill I had, you mad because your boyfriend chose uh, and I got him and I don't even want him, I just want his money, you know, stuff like that. And you're over here mad, but I'm laughing, ah, maybe <laughs> next time you need to step the game up, you know. Uh, and yeah, that's pretty much what that is. A fun track, funny track, talk that shit track. Yeah, and that's the Ratchet song of the uh, CD. You gotta have one. You gotta have you gotta one. Have you gotta have one. Everybody loves it. They appreciate it. Um, yeah, and then number six, I know. Um, now, I know, again, that was another song where I freestyled the verse. And I only was, I feel like the only time I can freestyle is when I'm in my feelings. Mm. Yeah. I actually have a lot written down for this one, too. Yeah. So, you, were more, you were more positive in the beginning, mm -hmm. and then actually you stayed positive through the whole thing. It was pretty good. Yeah, it was I mean, pretty good. It, to me, I feel like that track was me cussing you out in a humble way. That's it. Um, I actually have the Grind This song written down. Right, right. Like, I mean, I, I cover a few topics in there. The beginning, I do the, uh, you know, the Black Lives Matter, the pro police brutality, uh, the gang violence. And during the time of all of this, when I'm writing the song, all of that was happening. So I felt like it was appropriate for me to put that at the beginning, even though it had nothing to do with the song. It's just... I felt like it was appropriate for me to say that, you know, you know, because Black Lives Matter, and I feel like if us as Black people, you really took that seriously, then I mean, we could spread a positive message very, very far. 
Um, and then, you know, in the first verse, it's just basically me telling you my insecurities, expressing, you know, showing my vulnerable side. What's going on in my head? What am I thinking? People are telling me this, but this is how I feel. Um, and then second verse, I just get cocky. Like, okay, you know. Is that where we hear the Johnny Test bar? Yes. Okay, that's Johnny my favorite part. <laughs> I'm glad you caught that. Wordplay. Yeah, yes. Not a lot of people catch my, uh, my wordplay and... I love my wordplay because when you hear it, you're gonna be like, damn. I even say it like, damn, where the fuck do I come up with this? <laughs> so, yeah, um, Johnny Tess, you know, the whole thing was a bar. Go, go, Ranger, Power Rangers. Go, go, Ranger on you, Johnnies. The Johnnies is the people that's testing me. Mm. Johnny Tess. I watch, I, yeah, I watch a lot of Johnny Tess. My nephew actually watched Go, go, Power Rangers, and I was watching Go, go, Power Rangers. So, that's what Daisy <laughs> said. Go, go, Ranger. And then I watched Johnny Tess, so I said, hmm, what should I say next? Go, go, Ranger on you, Johnnies, to keep it all, you know. Right. A cartoon concept. Um, yeah, and that's pretty much how that went. Um, also, you know, somebody did a diss song with me and I acknowledged it like I heard it and I thought it was whack and thank you for doing that. I'm, you know, flattered that you thought of me. <laughs> flattered that you took the time out to, you know, do that. Right. So yeah, um, and the hook, you know, I know it's just basically saying, you know, I know there's a lot of haters. Um, y'all hate from a distance, y'all don't really say anything to my face, but it does get back to me. And I know, I'm aware, I know y'all hating on the low, cause y'all see I'm finna blow. Right. I hope to see y'all at my show. But I can't talk to you because I'm going to be too busy counting that down. Mm. So yeah, that's what that is. Right. Oh. Um, yeah, so number seven, my nigga, uh, produced by Architects. Shout out to Architects. Again, the Bay shows love. All the time. He's from the 707. <laughs> you feel me? Right. He reached out. He said, hey, you know, I got some beats. And I said, slide. Gave me this dope beat. I loved it. Um, at the end of the, the hook, I just kept hearing it ending with my nigga. Um, shout out to my cousin Deja, you know, this is her first real song she's actually recorded. She's recorded millions of songs, but this is the first, like, one on an actual project. Wow. Um, and, Opportunities, yeah. people, exactly. working together, exactly. family first. Family first, she killed it. I just basically told her, you know, say whatever you want to say, just make sure you end it with my nigga. That's my nigga, or something mm. with my nigga in it. She killed it, I loved it, and, you know, I wrote my hook my verses to it and you know i'm very very heavily inspired with r&b but old school r&b to be specific um i like Aaliyah, i like swv i like escape i like boys to men i like uh next the list can keep going on and on and on right. i listen to it mary j blige r kelly it keeps going on you know i grew up on that type of music brandy i grew up on that music so in my verses you can see the R&B back in the days inspired um, if you actually listen to SWV and Brandy right. um, my first verse SWV uh, week I reinstate week on the end of the verse but I put it in my own words I take lyrics from the song and put it in there so if you know the song you're right. gonna know exactly what I did with it um, I say uh, so weak it's in my knees like I can hardly speak I lose all control in the days cause that's my nigga all those words, except for, because that's my nigga, was SWV. But I just put it in my own words. Right. Second verse, Brandy, um, I say, I want to be down with you, no matter the time, day or night, it's cool. Can I be the kind of girl that's down for you? Brandy said every, every piece of that word, but again, I put it in my own words. I put it in different orders and switched it up. But yes, I'm heavily influenced by R&B. And yeah, you gonna see it in my music a lot. So if you listen to it, you gonna know. You gonna catch it, or you gonna know where that inspiration came from. Um, 
Then number eight, motherfucking right. Uh, shout out Goldie. Goldie is an artist from Jay and Fresh, but now he's Goldie. He was fresh. Uh, shout out to him. He's also my cousin, you know, family over everything. So he showed love. Uh, he, I basically, you know, gave him the track, you know, told him to put whatever hook he felt was right. If I liked it, we was gonna run with it. He put the hook down. I loved the hook. And yeah, we just went about that. Um, basically that song is just, you know, Chains dancing, diamonds dancing. You don't need a light. Turn that light off and then, hey, it's gonna shine bright, you know? Right. Um, and yeah, foreign whips, dancing down the block, you know? Uh, we always think, you know, when we get up there to that bracket, you know, we wanna live that lavish lifestyle. So we made a lavish lifestyle song, you know, that's motivational right there. Um, and yeah, it's a fun track. Uh, a lot of people will like it. You will wanna dance to it. You're gonna wanna bounce to it for sure. Um, yeah, so yeah, shout out to Goaty. Thank you for, you know, that feature. <laughs> Needed that. Yes. Uh, number nine, I mean, yeah, number nine, Godet. Now, Godet is actually personally one of my favorite songs just because it tells you who I am. Um, it's a very symbolical meaning to me. Uh, and it's also the name of the mixtape, of course. Uh, so it's self-explanatory. Uh, now, Godet is a name that I named myself. So I would consider it as like my alter ego. Um, if I was to ever change my name from Kayla Chanel to something else, Godet would be the second name. Um, basically, it's the female Cleopatra. If I was Cleopatra, what would my Cleopatra name be? Godet would be my Cleopatra name. Um, and in the song, I just basically explain what that means to me. Royalty, chosen one, you know, um, and anything elegant, anything expensive, anything just beautiful, anything that makes you feel good. That's what that word, that's what that name means to me. And I just basically put it in there. Again, I play with the wordplay. I say, you know, I, I'm an April baby. So I tell you, birthstone of a diamond, royal April baby, mama birthed a diamond baby. Yeah, you see me shining, I be dancing like a millie. Cause diamonds dance, you know, and they worth the millie. So that's that's how I feel. That's what, I feel like I'm worth the millie. I feel like I'm a diamond. I feel like I'm dancing. Um, I also say fine china. If y'all don't know what fine china is, I say go ask your grandmother. Cause your grandma will tell you what fine china is. And she will tell you if she has it, she spent something nice for it. Especially vintage china. Uh, shout out to my granny. I shot a video to this. It will be dropping soon. Um, she let me use her china cause she had china and yeah, it's vintage China. So shout out to Granny for letting me use that. And yeah, ask your grandma if she got it, she gonna tell you it wasn't cheap. Um, so yeah, it's just a lot of different metaphors in that song, a lot of different ways of me explaining what Godet means to me. Um, and yeah, that's how we go about that. Uh, and then track 10, how you go and do that. You know, I'm a very unpredictable person. Um, people don't really know what move I'm gonna make. No one's gonna know what I say until I say it. They don't know what's going on in my head. Um, I keep my I keep to myself a lot. I plot by myself. Um, the people that you know are special just might get lucky. They don't even really get lucky. They just might get lucky. I will share a little bit with them, but I try to keep as much to myself as possible because it's a lot of people out there wondering how I go about things, how I do things, and how I move, or you know, how do I get to wear this certain type of outfit or look like this, or you know, why am I sounding like this? And it's all originated from me. It's just natural, you know what I'm saying? Um, and yeah, I don't want to spill that secret, so I just leave y'all wondering. And that's pretty much what that song is, you know. I say a little bit, you know, you know, I'm flexing a little bit in the song, but yeah, it's just like this is what I'm doing, and it's making y'all wonder how I go and do that. So yeah. That's what that song is about. Okay.
Right, right. I'm always working. I'm always working. Actually, um, me and my bro working on a collab EP, so that would be the next thing that I drop. And then while we're working on, well, we're pretty much done. We pretty much recorded the whole EP in one day. Um, we just haven't really figured out when we're going to drop it. Um, but yeah, I just continue to work. And then I don't know, I'm the type of person that keep working, keep working, and then just create a project by accident. Like it just happens by accident. And then once I get about four or five songs, I'm like, oh, well, might as well just go ahead and put it together. Right. That's pretty much how this happened. I was not supposed to create a project in 2016, but I just was writing music and it was all good. And I was just like, I can't drop these as singles. These right. all have to come together. And then, yeah, I just put it all together. And like I said, it took me a year to make it. I took my time with it and then dropped it. And so far as doing numbers, SoundCloud, YouTube, and yeah, people are loving it and I'm appreciating it. CDs available for $3. If you ain't in my city, I can mail it to you as well. Free shipping and handling. You would just have to get that CD. It comes with a sticker and it also comes with a gold chain because you know gold is everything. Gold there is the label, you feel me? So we got to always have that touch of gold. And yeah, that's pretty much how that goes. Okay, so uh, we have... We got that out, so we got the Instagram and uh, Snapchats, all of that. Come on. Yes, okay, so Snapchat. Uh, I'm not going to give y'all my Snapchat. Uh, personal. Yeah, yeah, it's just, I be getting weird snaps. I don't want the weird snaps, so we're going to keep that personal. Uh, SoundCloud, Kayla Chanel, K-A-Y-L-A-C-H-E-N-E-L-L-E. -L -L -E. Yes, Chanel. Um, Twitter, Kayla Chanel. Instagram, Kayla Chanel. YouTube, Kayla Chanel. Facebook, Kayla Chanel. Type it in, spell it correctly, you will find me. I will be the first one at the top. Across the board. Across the board. And yeah, let's get it. Go that tape out. Cop this CD. It's only $3. I'm not asking for $10. i am not asking for 5 It's $3, you know. Even though I feel like it's worth more, I want y'all to listen to it, and I want y'all to appreciate it as much as I do. So money is not always everything, you feel me? So $3 and get that CD, and I'll get it to you. Kayla Chanel. Okay, uh, shout-outs before we end Yes, shout-outs. Shout also, out. wait. Oh, I got Gold Era slippers, you know. We got merch coming. This is the start. The slippers was the first drop, you know. Uh, we pretty much selling out of those, but I will restock, so you guys keep an eye on that and cop y'all some slippers. Babe got some over there, too. I appreciate the support. Uh, yeah, we got shirts coming. We got hats coming, all of that. And shout-out to my little cousins. They would kill me if I don't say this because they preferably requested that. Uh, shout-out to my little cousin Steve-O and Davion. I love y'all to death, and y'all already know, you know. Once I got it, y'all got it. Shout-out to my niece and nephew, Derry and Mari. I love y'all to Death. Shout out to Will Model for Toys for having me sit here, you know, interviewing me. I appreciate you as well. Um, shout out to the whole team, Go Era Movement. Shout out to the CNG Movement, my bros, D Mac Main, Father Lowi, Mikey Mo, Trap Dez. I love y'all to death, and we gonna get it. And shout out to all my supporters as well. I love y'all to death, and keep supporting me. Have that faith in me, cause I have that faith in y'all. So let's go ahead and do that. All right, man, signing up. You already know what time it is. Support, support, support. And until next time, peace.